Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Stand by for an increase in food prices at the grocery store. Haven't seen enough, there's more to come. The Canadian Dairy Commission is calling for an 8.4% increase in Farmgate milk prices, which in turn would raise the cost of dairy products on store shelves, milk, cream, butter, cheese, all going to go up in price. And so will virtually everything else on the grocery shelves, says our guest. Professor Sylvain Charlebois, Director of Agri-Foods Analytics Laboratory and Professor at Dalhousie University. Professor Charlebois, thank you very much for taking the time. I, it's a terrible line, but I, had to, I have to use it. What's up? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, pretty much everything, except for produce. I mean, if you're, if you're into vegetables and fruits, uh, there are some pretty good deals. Uh, in fact, produce is cheaper by about 3.5% compared to last year. We have a strong dollar. Harvest was strong here in Canada and most parts of the country anyways. So uh, at least you get a break uh, with veggies and, and fruit. But uh, for everything else, it's up, absolutely. Especially uh, meat products. A- any animal proteins, really, with eggs, uh, it's more expensive. Center of the store is being hit by inflation. Even the freezer aisle, which tends to be a friendly place for people on a tight budget. Um, it's getting complicated out there, and, and, and essentially because of these macro factors, and, and it's not just in Canada, it's everywhere in the Western world. Uh, let's talk about the dairy uh, the dairy products reality. What, what are we going to be looking at? Because they're saying, what is it, 8.4% is what the commission is calling for? But I'm, if I remember correctly, in our off-air conversation, you thought it was going to go higher than that. Yeah, so that that news came out last week. Uh, I, I got really concerned. In fact, I got the call. I think it was an hour after uh, the Canadian Dairy Commission posted its its recommendation. They have until November first to recommend to provinces how much farmers should be getting for their work. It's part of supply management, so you want to make sure that farmers uh, make a decent living uh, doing their jobs. But uh, 8.4% is, is a record. It's almost double the previous record. And for butter, uh, it's 12.4%. So uh, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm very concerned. Now, of course, I'm not, I'm not suggesting that farmers don't deserve that money. I'm, I've, always concer- concer- I've always questioned how the Cane Dairy Commission comes up with these numbers. Uh, when you look at reports posted on their website, it's, it's not clear. There's no raw data. They claim it's all verified by accountants. I've never gotten uh, a response from the CDC um, about my question asking who's behind the numbers, who are actually supporting these numbers, who are re- verifying these these numbers. So I still haven't received a, a response. So it's really ambiguous and and i want to 
remind uh, your listeners that the Canadian Dairy Commission is a crown corporation owned by Canadians. About 80 people are there working at the CDC for Canadians, not for dairy farmers, for Canadians. Yeah, that's good to remember that, uh, that they work for us. And, and then so when you ask, because you, you're you the most informed person in this country on this, as far as I'm concerned, uh, and I'm sure as far as most people in the country are concerned. So when you ask, you're asking for objective reasons, uh, but you're also asking for the rest of Canadians. 8.4% is big. Absolutely, it is. The last record was 4.5%, and I just learned today there's a group of dairy farmers in Quebec that are asking for, get this, Roy, an increase of 18.7%, wow. not 8.4%, because they think that the recommendation is not high enough. Wow. And, that, and that points to the problem uh, with supply management. You have several inefficient uh, farmers, farms out there, and the CDC will always look at averages. You got lots of dairy farmers working very hard. They run a really good operation, but they go, they go, they don't get rewarded by the system because it's all about averages. So Canadians will pay for good work, efficient work, but it will also pay for mediocrity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, law of averages, eh? Um, exactly. So, and, and I'm with you. I, I believe farmers. I don't, I don't think you can pay farmers enough for what they do because they feed us and they take care of us. They work harder than – probably work harder than any other sector uh, physically and, and otherwise work harder than any other sector. Take more risks, more chances, uh, endanger their health more than most other sectors in our, in our society. So give them – God bless them. Uh, but, so what about the other side of this? We, you know, we're talking about energy. We'll build in the next half hour. Europe's facing an energy crisis. China's got electricity, blackouts. Um, Canada's not Canada's not going to escape this. So if energy and energy prices continue to go up, fuel continues to go up in cost, that is going to also drive up food price. You can't avoid that, can you? No, I, I don't think so. In fact, uh, as far as food inflation goes, I, I think we're either in the second or third inning of a nine-inning baseball game. Whoa. Uh, it, it, it's going to get even more complicated due to, I would say, three factors, higher input costs, labor, which has been an issue for quite some time in agri-food, like beyond COVID. COVID just made things much worse. Uh, So you're seeing companies paying higher wages, which is great for employers. Uh, It's it's really wonderful to see salaries go up for for the first time in many years. The problem in, in... in a high-volume, low-margin environment, you have to adjust prices. And that's what's going on, both in service and retail. And finally, transportation, both on water and land. Mm-hmm. Moving, moving things around is costing more, and it's impacting food prices as well. And, yeah. that's, and those issues will linger into the New Year's for sure. And, you know, if, you're, if your salary goes up, if your buying power goes well, if your salary goes up, it's only important if your buying power goes up. If your salary goes up but your purchasing power goes down simultaneously, you're not getting ahead. Exactly. So, so going back to the dairy farmers, and again, I actually do think they deserve an 8.4% raise, but who out there is getting an 8.4% raise? That's the problem. Exactly. And so if you're affecting 
you know, food affordability in Canada, you have to really question how we're going to make sure that our food basket remains affordable. And so I, I actually do think that Canadians, and frankly, Roy, I actually do think that Canadians are becoming smarter shoppers. Uh, they are showing up at the grocery store knowing exactly how much they should be paying for, for items on their grocery list. They're very, they're much more strategic. They actually will go to different places. Yeah. They'll actually buy those uh, Enjoy Tonight deals more often. It's really great to see, but uh, it, it, you really have to up your game as a consumer uh, to deal with some of the things that, that are about to happen over the next six months. Yeah, as our parents always said, learn the value of a dollar. Exactly. Learn the value <laughs> of a dollar. <laughs> Not very yeah, much these uh, days. <laughs> and then, frankly, when I grew up in the 70s, my mother always bought things, everything on special. I think we're going back to the 70s for the next little while. I, I think so, too. I've been to the grocery store, and I've seen people actually go to, for one item, but then they'll look at different manufacturers or different different um, choices they have of that one item. So this one's like a buck seventy four. That one's a buck seventy. The third one's a dollar fifty nine. Well, I'm taking the dollar fifty nine one, and I'm out of here. People are doing that, as you said, smart shoppers. Yeah. yeah, and and do look for quantities as well. There is such a thing as shrinkflation. Manufacturers will act reduce quantities, but not the price. It, oh. You'll 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 see an illusion. Basically, you you think you're buying the same package, but you know bite sizes have actually gotten smaller for crackers, for for cookies. Yeah, uh, pasta packages are smaller now, so just be careful for that too. Now check the weight, right? I mean, I bought I've recently bought something, and I thought, so this box is like eight inches long. And the, the amount of food inside, it's three and a half inches. So I go, I bought five and a half, ounce, five and a half inches of air, or whatever. I don't do well math. Four and a half, whatever it is. <laughs> Four and a half inches, five. Oh, exactly. I can't do math. And frankly, look for fires and use coupons. It, yeah. You'll be surprised how much money you'll save. Okay, I'm going to start that. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.